Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Transition of power in Maryland helped from both sides. One group that's advocated for public housing reforms in D.C. speaks up about new measures to address the issues. I'm Mike Marillo. It was a down day on Wall Street. The Dow was off 764 at the Thursday close. It's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Twitter owner Elon Musk has suspended the accounts of a number of reporters who cover him and the company. The takedowns affected reporters from the Washington Post, the New York Times, and CNN, among others. CBS's Carter Evans says this all seems to be part of a pattern. Elon Musk's famous photo op carrying a sink into Twitter has become fodder for fired employees now suing him. The sink made sense because Elon is now sending Twitter down the drain. Musk has slashed nearly half the staff charged for check marks and reinstated banned accounts, causing users and advertisers to flee. And his effort to shore up Twitter may now be costing Tesla. The automaker's stock down about 30% since he took over the social media company two months ago. People in Louisiana are now recovering from an onslaught of tornadoes. From New Orleans, WWL reporter Chris Miller. Tornadoes tore through the New Orleans area, tearing roofs off of homes, businesses, even the firing ranges for a couple of sheriff's departments. Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards says some of the twisters touched down in areas that had barely recovered from last year's Hurricane Ida. No, the coronavirus threat is not over. Cases are up in 90% of the country, says White House COVID-19 response coordinator Dr. Ashish Jha. Death numbers are just beginning to rise. We obviously want to make sure that does not go any further. Now the Biden administration is once again urging Americans to get boosted ahead of Christmas and New Year's gatherings. It's also sending out more free COVID-19 test kits to U.S. homes and beefing up the number of personnel and equipment ready to help overwhelmed hospitals and nursing homes. Steve Dorsey, CBS News, Washington. The committee investigating the January 6th insurrection will hold another midday hearing, its final one. CBS's Scott McFarlane has that. This could be the final time before cameras and the final public meeting of this House Select January 6th committee, a panel that's completed hundreds of interviews and collected thousands of documents. At its Monday meeting, the panel's expected to make formal criminal referrals recommending criminal prosecution against someone or some people for their roles in January 6th. The committee's final report is expected to be released on Wednesday. The California Air Resources Board has approved a plan to achieve carbon neutrality in the nation's most populous state by 2045. The vote came months after Governor Gavin Newsom wrote a letter to the board urging it to take drastic steps to cut emissions. Some critics, however, say the plan doesn't do enough to stop large emitters of greenhouse gases. A big tumble for stocks on Thursday, S&P 500 down 2.5%, erasing its gains from earlier in the week. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. WTOP at 103. 
Friday morning, December 16th. Welcome in. Any spotty showers lingering this morning will end by daybreak. 30s and 40s for the low before we're done. We're at 40 degrees straight up in our nation's capital now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Topping the local stories we're following for you as we head into this 1 a.m. our Friday morning on T.O.P. with you. Charges are filed now formally in connection with the discovery of the decomposing body of a pregnant woman at the apartment of a murder suspect. 31-year-old Tori Moore of Silver Spring is now charged with first-degree murder for the death of 26-year-old Denise Middleton. Montgomery County police say that Middleton had been shot several times apparently, and they think Moore killed her sometime back in October. And because Middleton was pregnant with a child that the chief medical examiner says would have lived if she had given birth the day she died, Moore is also charged with first-degree murder of a viable fetus this morning. Middleton's body was last week in the bedroom of Moore's apartment. The search was made after Moore was arrested for the deadly shooting of a gas station clerk one week ago. Moore is being held this morning without bonds for that attack. WTOP News Time, now 104. If you live in Virginia, are more tax cuts on the way for you? Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin proposing a bill just this week. A billion dollars more in tax reductions. He says that the the proposal on the table will make the Commonwealth more competitive with other states, he thinks. We can do even more. Taxes are still too high. This round of $1 billion in cuts comes on top of $4 billion in tax relief already passed this year. The governor says even with a recession looming, the state can afford it. He wants a drop in the corporate tax rate from 6 to 5%, as well as lowering the income tax rate by a quarter of a percent. He's also calling for an additional $2.6 billion in spending among the priorities, $427 million for education. COVID-19 pandemic exacerbated the learning loss. Some Democrats already pushing back, saying the cuts benefit corporations above those who need help most. Youngkin needs Democratic support to pass these budget amendments in the coming year. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Meantime, outgoing Maryland Republican Governor Larry Hogan making some budget recommendations, we're told, to incoming Democratic Governor Wes Moore at a time when the state has a big budget surplus. Hogan outlined highlights this week in his budget proposal to the governor-elect. They include $500 million to help recruit, train, and keep police officers. The surplus is worth roughly $2.5 billion. Maryland also has about $3 billion in its rainy day fund. Hogan's budget team has been working with the incoming administration on the budget for the next fiscal year. Moore will turn over his budget plan to the General Assembly on January 20th, two days after he takes office. It's 106 Friday morning. From rats in buildings to mold in units, a recent HUD report came down hard on D.C.'s Public Housing Authority for conditions in its properties. Next Tuesday, the D.C. Council is expected to vote on a couple of pieces of legislation now aimed at addressing the issues in that report. And ahead of those votes, a group that has advocated for public housing reform in D.C. is weighing in now on what has been presented. The emergency legislation backed by D.C. Council Chair Phil Mendelson and Mayor Muriel Bowser already saw its vote delayed until next week due to concerns it wouldn't pass. And Daniel Del Pilago with Empower D.C. says one reason for the hesitation is... This really does nothing to fix some of the, the very real issues that exist right now and today. He says rushing through an emergency measure and doing away with the current Housing Authority's board 
would be the wrong approach and that he more supports a bill by council members Alyssa Silverman and Brooke Pinto, which he says makes room for more community input. Also, he says with some changes on the horizon, he does realize. This is a long fight. You know, this is not going to end with this. And and I think that's what residents have resolved. Read more WTOP.com. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Responding to the comments, the mayor's office says the administration believes the board needs a reset to better serve its residents and the agency's mission. WTOP at 107, traffic and mother on the way. Cancer doesn't ring the doorbell when it shows up. The Innova Seville Cancer Screening and Prevention Center, the first facility of its kind in the DMV, screens for common cancers, including lung, skin, prostate, and breast cancer that may not be showing signs. Because cancer often arrives without calling first, visit innova.org slash prevent. That's innova.org slash prevent. Good Friday morning, December 16th. Welcome into WTOP. It's 108. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks. Good morning to Ian Crawford with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. I'm going to sound like a broken record on this account because I don't want to see any extra business that we don't really need because we do have the slick roads. We do have a lot of road spray along with the mist. So visibilities are down. Footing is not good. Give yourself more following distance. Use less speed to get from here to there. So far, folks are behaving themselves, but that hasn't been a universal thing. To wit, Virginia Beltway, the outer loop. The ramp to Route 7, exit 47, still blocked. We had one slide off the ramp. Now they're trying to fish that person back up out of the ditch. And as a result, that ramp is blocked at exit 47. The rest of the beltway is in good shape between McLean and Alexandria. 95, 395, no reported delays. On 66, no reported issues. We may have one work zone. And I say may because I have no camera to independently corroborate this, but... Virginia State authorities say there should be a work zone 66 eastbound on the Roosevelt Bridge trying to get into the district. Stay alert on the left side. Said to be signal installation. Cannot independently confirm this, but with caution for whatever may be lurking in the darkness of an orange or chartreuse nature. On the Maryland side, 95 and the BW, and the BW Parkway are good. On the Capitol Beltway between Bethesda and Oxon Hill, you are good. On 270, Fredericton Lane Divide, no reported issues. I-97, watch for lingering crash activity southbound after Newcut Road, exit 12. That should be on the shoulder left and out of your way. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. We're looking at a pretty good-looking Friday. Sunshine. We'll see high temperatures that reach the mid to upper 40s, more than 48 in the city. Still rather breezy, though, so a little bit of a wind chill. On Saturday, 45 is in breezy, so wind chills in the 30s all day. And on Sunday, it's just plain cold. Highs in the upper 30s to around 40. Wind chills in the 20s most of the afternoon. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're at 40 in Manassas this morning, 42 at Metro Center. It is 37 this hour in Frederick, Maryland. We are... At 40 degrees and holding in our nation's capital, this morning of our Friday morning, December 16th. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us at 103.5 FM, WTOP.com, and of course, on the WTOP app. This latest check this morning brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good morning. It's 111 on WTOP. For Mervis Diamond Importers, I'm Ronnie Mervis. Our diamond ear studs are the secret desire of every woman. That's because diamond earrings are the ultimate fashion accessory. They look great with denim jeans and with a formal gown. She'll wear them all the time, day and night. At Merce Diamonds, we show the most diamond studs anywhere. 
ranging from modest to wildly extravagant. With more than a thousand pairs, Mervis is the Erstad headquarters. Our diamonds flash so much, you'd think they're on fire. The Mervis quality is the best in the world. That's why Mervis diamond ear studs are sexier than all others. So try something really dangerous. Place diamonds on her ear and just see what happens. As a diamond importer, our prices will amaze you. So when all she wants is diamonds, call Mervis Diamond Importers. But for her sake, hurry. Mervis Diamond Importers. Mervis needs more diamonds, much better quality, and the most value. Financing is available. Go to MervisDiamond.com to learn more. For an appointment, call 1-800-HER-LOVE. Nobody pays retail anymore. Why should you? This is WTOP News. WTOP at one twelve. Good Friday morning. Glad you're with us. Campaign 2024 on WTLP this morning is former President Trump's 2024 candidacy in trouble. New polls apparently show he's losing support among Republican voters right now. This morning, CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett, who also hosts the Takeout podcast, with more for us. There's another poll this week, Wall Street Journal poll, that shows former President Trump not doing well against Ron DeSantis in a hypothetical matchup, the Republican governor from Florida. So that's three bits of polling data that does suggest that the Trump brand and the Trump fad, if you will, in political parlance has begun to fade within Republican circles. It's long since faded among independents and Democrats, obviously. And this is a central question for the former president as he tries to develop some momentum in a bid for the White House in 2024. Now, having said all that, One thing that has to be remembered, if several Republicans get into a primary race against the former president, he's going to hold tight to 20 to 25 percent of that Republican base in almost every single early primary state. And with 20, 25, all he needs to do is get to 30 to be the presumptive winner in a field of six, seven or eight other Republicans. That is the most important thing to remember when trying to gauge just how much former President Trump is in trouble politically. How significant is it, Major, that he really is losing luster with other official Republicans, let's say? So I've watched the arc of the Republican Party's orientation to then-candidate, then-nominee, then-president, now former President Trump, since it began in the summer of 2015. And it is not a profile in courage. Republicans only will do and say or think about saying or maybe consider saying something negative if they believe the prevailing political winds favor that. And for the most part, they have not. That the former president is losing saliency among Republican voters and that they appear to be looking actively for alternatives will give official and establishment Republicans more latitude. But until they start saying things that they haven't yet said, he's disqualified. I oppose him. This other person is better for our future than the former President Trump. He's still the odds-on party leader and favorite. Major final minute here. President Biden says he'll spend part of the holiday season talking with his family about running for a second term in the White House. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Donald Trump factor, how does that affect President Biden's calculation? Well, it's deeply motivating. The president has said that many times. He wants, if President President Trump is the nominee, to challenge him and beat him because he believes he can't believe that's his role in American life right now, in addition to being president, to defeating Donald Trump. But a couple of other things. You were kind enough, as you always are, to mention my show, The Takeout. Right after the election, I talked to Roy Cooper, Democratic governor of North Carolina, head of the Democratic Governors Association. He said the president is in much better shape after the midterms than he was going in. 
The next week, I talked to John Anzalone, who's Joe Biden, the president of the United States pollster. He said the exact same thing. The Democratic Party and all of its activist ranks now feel much more bullish about President Biden than they did before the midterms because most Democrats were more fearful than he was. And his gut political calculations about how the midterms would actually play out proved more right than wrong. And that, among many other things, gives him a little bit of a lift, a kind of unexpected one, the one he takes into the holiday season and into 2023. CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett talking with Hillary and Sean. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. An early Friday morning check, December 16th with Rob. If you listen to the Capitals, they played as well as they had throughout their five-game win streak, but it still came to an end with a 2-1 loss to the Dallas Stars, Charlie Lindgren. Yeah, I mean, that's the frustrating part about hockey. I thought we played really well tonight, and, you know, they got that uh, power play goal and then a, a lucky bounce. I think we were looking for a bounce like that all night. We couldn't get one. Lindgren made 24 saves, while his counterpart, Jake Ottinger, more than doubled that with 45 saves to prevent Alex. Ovechkin from tying Gordie Howe for second on the all-time goals list. But Ovi did notch his 645th assist on Connor Sheary's 10th goal of the season. That ties Ovi with Bobby Orr for 70th in assists all-time. Now on Thursday Night Football, the San Francisco 49ers clinched the NFC West title with a 21-13 win in Seattle. That pushes the Seahawks even further in the commander's rearview mirror in the NFC wildcard race. But Washington has a banged-up offensive line, and their top two running backs were limited in practice, so Dave Preston said in this week's D.C. Sports Huddle. Do you hate to see the offense run dry. Taylor's been able to make a lot of plays behind a makeshift offensive line. He's, they've been able to make the whole of this offense equal more than the sum of its parts. And you're worried that, gosh, is this where the things finally crater? We break down the primetime matchup with the Giants, rants further about tie games in the NFL, and discuss whether it's time to worry about the Terps in this week's D.C. Sports Huddle on WTOP.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Rob, as always. one seventeen Friday morning on WTOP. The top stories we're following for you this hour. The Senate votes on a spending bill to avoid a government shutdown. It keeps things running until just before Christmas. Final vote was 71-19 in the end. Experts and D.C. leaders getting together this week to discuss the city's plan for reducing gun violence. And the Biden administration is being blocked this week from getting rid of the Trump-era Remain in Mexico program. Federal judge has put White House efforts on hold right now. The controversial policy sends certain non-Mexican citizens who came into the U.S. back to Mexico instead of detaining them. Save with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Friday morning, December 16th, where the time now is 118. Good morning. Traffic and weather on the gates and when it breaks, Ian Crawford's with us in the WTLP Traffic Center. One of the things to watch for in the darkness on a night like this after we've had so much rain is high standing water in a lot of spots. Lawyers Road in Virginia. We'll start there. Both directions east of Hunter Mill Road. They had had the road closed for some time for some high standing water. Unclear whether that remains the case. Old Courthouse Road through Vienna. At both directions at Beasley Road, that had been shut down as well. Burke Lake Road between 123 and Kilkenny Lane also had been shut down for flooding. Again, here, there, and everywhere, we're going to see high-standing water in a lot of spots. The water not draining very quickly, and with the mist, it's still coming down. And if you're driving, you're going to see a lot of road spray. Extra caution this morning. On the Capitol Beltway in Virginia, we've got crash activity on the outer loop ramp to Route 7. Exit 47, the ramp blocked as someone slid off that ramp. Now they got to fish him up out of the ditch. 
on 95 and on 395. No reported delay. 66 should be fine, though. Virginia State authorities say they've got a work zone eastbound on the Roosevelt Bridge or near it, said to be signal installation on the left side. Unclear whether they're actually doing this or this something that was automated and got sent out and then wound up getting canceled without anyone telling the computer. On the Maryland side, 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway are good. 270, Frederick's at the Lane Divide. Everyone behaving themselves, and please continue to do so. 50, between the Bay Bridge and the Beltway, doing everything just fine without delay. District travel on the southeast-southwest freeway, I-395 and I-695. No issues pending and no delays. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Yeah, we're tracking what should be a pretty chilly couple of days here. Your Friday, not too bad. Going to be a little breezy, but we will see some sunshine. High temperatures in the mid to upper 40s, so temperatures close to average for this time of year. But as we make our way into the weekend, yeah, that's when the cold air moves in. Highs only in the low 40s on Saturday with a wind chill in the 30s all day. Sunday, really cold. Highs in the upper 30s to around 40 with wind chills in the 20s just about all afternoon. So bundle up this weekend. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now, we are looking at 42 degrees in Hyattsville, 37 this morning, Fredericksburg, Virginia, 42, foggy bottom. We're down to 39 now, having dropped a degree in our nation's capital this morning. Our Friday morning, December 16th, this check brought to you this morning by Lynn the Plumber, trusted same-day service seven days a week. Check him out, Lynn the Plumber. WTOP at 121, good morning. WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you free lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP, whether you're at home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday. Enter to win free lunch courtesy of Silver Diner and plan your next luncheon with up to five additional guests. There's something for everyone at Silver Diner with over a 100 menu items, including vegan and gluten-free options and your diner favorites. So don't miss out. Enter to win today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch. Somewhere in the night. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Hi, I'm Patrick Fingles, owner of Newlock Home Design. Most people aren't thinking about replacing their roofs around the holiday. You're decorating the house and you're planning for the season. But if you've put off roof replacement all year long, waiting on the best price to come along, that time is now. Winter is our slowest time, but we need to keep our roofers busy over the holidays. So what do we do? We offer huge savings. Get a new roof for 50% off materials and labor. And don't pay a penny until 2024 with interest-free financing. Plus, get a $100 Restaurant.com gift card just for inviting us into your home. New Look has been in business for 20 years, and all roofs come with a lifetime warranty. We're super slow. You need a new roof. It's a win-win. I'm practically giving roofs away. Keep your money in the bank and your mind on the holidays. Call 800-279-5300. That's 800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. This is WTOP News. WTOP News time now, 122. Good Friday morning, December 16th. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. have already heard now that the Federal Reserve has raised its benchmark interest rate for the seventh time this year, all part of the Fed's effort now to tamp down inflation. But what do these rate hikes actually mean for your money? This morning, CBS Money Watch reporter Amy Peakey with more for us. The important thing to understand about these interest rate hikes is the Federal Reserve is trying to slow inflation. And by increasing the cost of borrowing, 
it should theoretically um, keep businesses and consumers from borrowing as much because it becomes more expensive to borrow. And you can see that probably most directly or consumers will see that most directly with their credit cards. Um, you know, those rates have been inching up all year in tandem with the Fed rate hikes. Um, there have been seven so far this year. Another way to think of it is every quarter of a percentage point increase adds an extra $25 a year in interest on $10,000 in debt. So, so far we've had um, 4.25 percentage point increases. So that's an additional $425 in interest for each $10,000 in debt. And just remember at the beginning of the year, the federal funds rate was close to zero. So that means that's you know new interest that people are paying if they're carrying credit card debt or potentially other types of debt as well. What does this mean for mortgage rates for folks who are looking to buy a home? Yeah, no, that's a great question because what we've seen this year is really that direct impact on those federal rate hikes on the mortgage market and on home buyers. Mortgage rates, as you probably know, were really low at the beginning of the year. They were like 3% and it's more than doubled over the course of this year at one point reaching over 7%. So that's kept a lot of people from buying houses. I mean, home prices are really expensive already. You know, the cost of borrowing has doubled. And so that's keeping some people on the sidelines. The good news is that we've actually seen some of those mortgage rates decline in the past few weeks. And that's because lenders are already anticipating that the Fed will probably have fewer rate hikes in the future. So they're kind of pricing that in. So it's a little unclear what's going to happen, but it's possible that the mortgage rates might, one expert told me, might go down to 6%, which would be good news, but so far from where we were at the beginning of the year when it was 3%. Yeah, so generally bad news for borrowers, but when it comes to savers, this is a good time for them, right? Absolutely. So this is like one of the upsides of these rate hikes is that you can get a lot more when you're saving from your savings account. They're still not quite as good as what your credit card is charging you, of course, but you can get about 3% in an online savings account. You could basically at the start of the year, you were getting nothing from your savings account. So that's not bad. And a one-year CD certificate of deposit is now about 4.15%. That's good, but I will also add that inflation is still trending above 7%. So you are actually effectively losing money because, you know, prices are rising at a much higher rate than you're getting from your savings account. But still, it's better than just keeping it in cash and not getting any return on your investment. And CBS Money Watch reporter Amy Peakey talking with Deb and John. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. This is WTOP News. Amy, of course, part of your money news at 25 and 55 on WTOP. Good morning. It's 126. Hi, Sarah. I'm sorry I'm late. The traffic is crazy. Yeah, it is. And it doesn't help that gas prices have skyrocketed. I can't believe how much it costs for gas now. Everyone's talking about how much gas is, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app, and I get cash back for every gallon of gas I buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid real cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yeah. Real cash every time I buy gas. What? That sounds like it could really add up. I've made around $200 already. Wow, that's serious extra money. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code APP40 for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card. Just download the free 